was, uh, as a young man, I was uh, born in a coal town of Scranton, Pennsylvania, northeastern Pennsylvania, in an Irish Catholic neighborhood. Then when coal died, we moved down to Delaware, to a town called Claymont, Delaware, which was a working class town. And, uh, but everybody in town was either Polish or Italian. I grew up feeling self-conscious. My name didn't end in an SKI or an O. Um, but all kidding aside, the connection between, I was telling the, the president, the pride, the overwhelming demonstrable pride that the Polish Americans feel about Poland and the role you're playing now. We were talking about it, it's extreme. Yeah. It is, it, uh, it is, uh, you would be, if you haven't seen it, you should come and see it. Honestly, I, I can't help myself. I just, I cannot help myself at this point. I am sorry, but I cannot do it. Why do we have to have such a jackass as a president? Why? How, is, is, is this guy serious? How, Joe Biden, is there no, I mean, <laughs> is there no culture he's not part of? This is the guy that told you he's raised by Puerto Ricans, that he grew up in the black church, and now he grew up in an area where there was a heavy Polish population that made him feel self-conscious that his name wasn't Bideninsky. <laughs> what is this guy serious, man? Uh, I mean, why? Why? Just why? I mean, it's a, here, truck driver. Yeah, lifeguard uh, that used to let little kids uh, jump on his lap and, and rub his legs. <laughs> yeah, questionable <laughs> at any given moment. Used to hang out with Corn Pop. Him and Corn Pop, bad, some bad dudes named Corn Pop. I mean, what kind of life did this guy leave? You know, best buddy, KKK members, gives wonderful eulogies at, their, at, at their, his KKK member buddy's death. Uh, what, what? In what world does this guy live in? I, is it necessary? Do we have to be made fun of like this? I, I mean, there has to be people on the other side of the world, and, and even here in the United States, that when he said that, literally fell out of their chair laughing. Here is the Puerto Rican-raised uh, uh, black church in, <laughs> uh, attendee that now grew up in a Polish neighborhood that made him feel insecure because his last name didn't match up with their last names. Holy crap. I, I don't, is there, by the time this guy's done with his presidency, I mean, there's a few left. Is he going to say he's part Asian at some point, or maybe he's going to be part Indian. I, I, I don't know. Where are we going to go from here? Because it doesn't matter where he goes at some point in time. All he's going to say is that I, I grew up in this small town and then we moved to Delaware. And then after that, we moved somewhere else. And there was a heavy population of whoever the next, the next victim uh, is going to be. I just, wow. Amazingly stupid. I mean, we, it's, it's a shame that we have to be the, just, just, the joke of the globe right now because of this complete and utter moron. The moron is spending time overseas. He's taking good care of Ukraine. He's taking care of their pension. It's going to give him another $500 million. I mean, I, I don't even know what the count's up to now. How many billions of dollars? $100 billion? $113 billion? We're going to give him $500 million more? I, I mean, how much, how much money are we going to give this country? Hey, how, we're giving them 
weaponry. We're giving him money. It's, he's over there worried about Ukraine. About a war that honestly, do you think it's ending anytime soon? I mean, I don't. Zelensky, quote, because if China allies itself with Russia, there will be a world war. And I do think that China is aware of that. End quote. Zelensky. Zelensky is threatening World War III if China allies with Russia. And we are doing what? We are assisting. Joe Biden is assisting in this problem. Worse than that, what comes out? Oh, gee, I don't know here. Russian President Vladimir Putin said on Tuesday that his country will suspend its participation in the New START Treaty, uh, the last remaining nuclear arms control agreement between the Kremlin and the United States. He got into it in 2010. Okay, What it's about is capping the number of deployable, long-range nuclear warheads and limit the use of atomic missiles. He's going to suspend that, so he's going to get wide open. You know... We were all we're all being called fear mongers and uh, misinformation spreaders and whatever the hell they want to call us. The fact of the matter is, we are inching closer and closer to World War III because the conflict in Ukraine in Russia is not going to stop. Neither one of them is willing to give an inch. Russia, we have seen its weak spots that they're not what everybody thought they were. Ukraine is able to handle Russia. It's a tiny country. Ukraine's getting some backing. China's throwing their hat in the mix, and they're saying they're going to back Russia. The United States tells China they shouldn't back Russia, and what is China's response to the United States? Chinese Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Wang Webin responded on Monday and said that the U.S. is in no position to make demands of China. In other words, stay off in your lane. We're going to do what we want to do. We are not afraid of you because we see what you are. Yeah, right, right now, the way people view the United States, the way other countries view it, there's always a lust for power all over the world. Yeah, all different countries are lusting and they're jockeying and they're fighting to get as much power as they can because you have leaders that that is their pleasure. They want to be the most powerful nation in the world. China is coming for the number one spot. Okay, right now, this is the equivalent of when you used to go to high school and you knew a substitute teacher was coming in. What did you do? Okay, you told the substitute teacher, we already did that lesson. No, no, Mr. or Mrs. So-and-so, we already did that lesson. That was yesterday. The substitute teacher doesn't really know what to do. They're basically there as a babysitter. They're just making sure you guys aren't killing each other, that you show up and that they can get you to your next class. Most of the time, the substitute teacher didn't care what you did because they're not really your teacher. They don't have the lesson plan. And unless somebody left them specific instructions, they don't really know what to do. So what do the kids do? If somebody did leave them something to do, they trick them. They lie to them. They don't listen to them. They act rowdy. They misbehave. They get through the class. Substitute teacher probably wishes he never took that job. And poof. Kids are off to the next class. That's where we're at right now. Biden is the substitute teacher. The rest of the world is misbehaving because they know he has no plan. He's weak. You think Joe Biden's going to do anything to China? I mean, really? Do you think Joe Biden's going to do anything to China? China knows better. That's the problem. China sees the weakness. He sees that Joe Biden can't even control his own country. He knows Joe Biden certainly doesn't have the gall to tell him anything. Xi ain't scared. 
He don't even care what Joe Biden's saying. He sees our borders are running amok. We're doing all the social justice nonsense over here. Our society's on the, on the brink of tearing ourselves apart. We are as weak as we have ever been because there is no leadership in the United States right now. Joe Biden will do nothing. Nobody takes him serious. He's not going to put any sanctions on China. He's got too much money involved in China, not to mention between what's going on with him and his crooked son. God knows how they're blackmailing him. So he certainly is not going to do anything at all. So China's going to do whatever they want to do. <laughs> Just like they said, stay off in your lane. <laughs> you ain't in no position to tell us what to do. You can't even take care of your own. Don't, don't tell us nothing. That's where we are at with China. Worse than that, I mean, does, does everybody not get the picture? Not you. I'm not saying to you in general, but I'm talking about to liberals or anybody or anybody not paying attention. Do you not realize that this is going to be a long-term war? This isn't going to be over. If it was going to be over quick, it would have been a couple weeks of fighting and we're all done. Yeah, we're coming up on a year here. It's not going anywhere time soon. You think Vladimir Putin, as proud of a person as he is, you think that he's going to just accept defeat, give Ukraine back all the land that they've pushed forward on, put his head down in shame and walk away? No, he, he won't. I can tell you for sure he won't. He ain't going to show that weakness because if he does, he's going to get a bullet in the back of the brain. And the person closest or under him is going to say his leadership is weak, he failed, and that's how dictatorships work. We're going to take him out and the next guy assumes power. He's not doing that. He's not walking away. He's not going to show that weakness. He's going to go after it no matter what. They just raised the draft over there. The age for the draft, they raised it up to 65. You're going to send 65-year-olds getting drafted to go out and fight for the Kremlin. Do you think he's going to back off and go away? This is a old-school-style traditional war. There are trenches. There are people holding ground. There is constant battling over land, pushing a little forward and then getting pushed back. Ukraine's getting all the help in the world. They're getting everything they could ever hope for and more. Tell me there's not something funny going on there with Biden. Tell me, tell me that there's not a crooked deal behind the scenes there with Biden, that Ukraine's covering up or doing whatever they got to do. Biden is buying Ukraine. We are in the most dangerous situation that we have been in in my lifetime, certainly. President Trump was in the White House, and what the world saw was power. They saw power. They saw a man who meant what he said, and he's just possibly reckless enough in what they're thinking that he may actually do some of the stuff he says. He's dropping sanctions on people. He's not scared. If you're not going to come to the table and do what he wants you to do, he'll get up and walk away, and we're not making no deals. That's why we didn't get into any more wars. That's why everything was peaceful. I mean, look at what we're facing right now. China is already getting their military ready. They're siding with Russia. You have the Ukraine and the Russia war going on. Israel, that, that's about to rub. They're always fighting Okay, over there. You got North Korea flexing their muscles. They're over there, little rocket man's firing off rockets nonstop. Can the world get any more unsafe? I mean, can we see what it's like when the United States is not in charge, when you don't have a strong leader there, when you don't have somebody who is going to command respect 
from the world. But we're in a bad spot. I mean, that's all I'm really pointing out here. We're in a, in a dangerous situation, and only time will tell. I don't really see any good options how to get out of this. I don't think there's really any way to. We're too invested in it now. United States is not going to pull out because they have they have support from Democrats and Republicans alike. There are plenty of Republicans, especially up in the Senate and the House, that support what they're doing in Ukraine. You have plenty of support there. They're not going to back out and pull out and, and say that we just threw this money at nothing. So now America's invested in it. We are on the brink of World War III. Russia's already saying that they don't care about our nuclear program, that they're going to get buck wild on the nukes. Uh, it's it's going to be great. Yeah, we are in a bad, bad situation right now. Joe Biden is putting us in a bad situation right now. I'm hoping that he gets put in a bad situation soon. Article Saturday, uh, MTG announced that President Biden would be impeached for funneling money to Ukraine while ignoring the ongoing crisis in East Palestine, Ohio, at the, and at the southern border. Kevin McCarthy, it looks like, has her back on it, uh, even went as far as making the statement that any Republican, uh, Republicans that don't stand up for this are aider, aiders and abettors of what Biden is doing, and he said there's no middle ground on this, and I agree with that. There is no middle ground. You either agree that the border is a complete disaster, that we have terrorists coming into the United States, known we've caught them. It's not like I'm making things up here. You have unregistered, unvetted unchecked people crossing the borders by the thousands on every side every single day. So, of course, we have terrorists slipping in to the, through the mist there. I mean, how hard could it be? There, Joe Biden just got an open border policy. They're saying that they're going to impeach him. They definitely have the votes to at least impeach him in the House. I doubt that it would clear the Senate, but for sure it would get through the House, similar to what they did to Donald Trump. And they impeached Donald Trump for far less than what Joe Biden has done. He is not taking care of his responsibilities as commander-in-chief. We are, for lack of a better word, being invaded on our borders. He is putting us in unsafe situations. He's a lying, no-good piece of trash. He should get impeached. I hope he does get impeached. You know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? You impeach him just like they impeach President Trump? Let's do it. Why should we not? What he's doing is actually a crime. My God. It's a disaster. All, all of it's just a disaster. Uh, all right, let's go to San Francisco. San Francisco, someplace I'll never go. <laughs> no, no interest. Sorry if you're from San Francisco. Sorry, I will not be visiting you. Uh, never. It's not even anytime soon. It's going to be a never. I mean, if your state turns red and things turn around, let me not say never because you can't always, you never know what's going to happen. That's much I do know for sure. I mean, who could have predicted that we would have been in the situation that we're in currently, you know, 20 years ago, thinking that sleepy, creepy Joe Biden would have somehow weaseled his way into the White House. I don't think anybody could have saw that coming. So I can't say never. But if San Francisco, if California finally goes red and you get some really uh, conservative and responsible people in there and they're able to clean up and fix their state, maybe, maybe if that happened, I might visit you. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. And we're talking fixing that state up. You're talking decades. And got to be honest with you, I'm fat. I don't know how long I'm going to live. I mean, I don't even live that long. 
But San Francisco is reportedly reconsidering its boycott on socially conservative states after the ban on travel and contracting failed to change those states' policies and raise the city's contracting costs 10 to 20%. These morons... This, this, you know, I'm so sorry if you're a liberal and, and that's just your thing in life. Sometimes you people are just not very smart. Yeah. I mean, went out of their way to put a band and boycott 30 States. The reason that they chose to do that is because of the, uh, Oh, what is it? Uh, Oberger, uh, Ober, versus Hodge, which the decision include a, what they claim to be anti LGBT, uh, legislation, as well as they amended it in 2019 and 2021 to include states that changed or passed respective abortion and voting right legislation, let's say. What they're not allowing, to just simplify this, what they're not allowing is like uh, large construction companies. So everybody has them. I mean, you, you know that if you're seeing a, a really, really large project going on construction-wise, and if you don't know this, maybe this is just something that would be a little extra bit of knowledge. Uh, it's, usually it's not local. If it's government, and if it's government or if it's private, um, there may be a certain amount that must be local. Uh, local um, companies, but for the most part, you know, certain companies do certain things and bigger companies and they come in from all over the country. Well, they're not allowing that. You know, you know we, we got a construction contract and we're going to build this massive complex that you have specialists in red states that they don't like what has been passed in that state, then you're not allowed to come in there and do any business. Well, because they're a bunch of moron idiots that boycott stuff like that, uh, it's raising the price of construction costs over there by 10 to 20%. That doesn't seem like it's significant if you say to yourself, well, it's $1,000, it's only 1100 bucks. what's 100 bucks?" Except for that the size projects we're talking about are projects that are a couple hundred million dollars. So when you add 20% on a couple hundred million dollars, uh, it starts getting pretty pricey pretty fast. So... Right now, they're considering legislation that would either drop this altogether or they would, uh, I guess, do another amendment to it and try to fix the situation. Because right now, basically, they tried to boycott something and say, yeah, well, we're going to do this and you guys can't work here in San Francisco. And I think most people, especially especially from red states, are like, uh, yeah, we don't want to work there anyways. So, <laughs> yeah. You're not hurting us. You're hurting yourself because now you got to get local contractors who are maybe not specialists, don't have the right equipment, and your cost is going to go up. And we really don't care because we don't care to go to San Francisco. <laughs> we don't care to be in California. And uh, they end up shooting themselves in the foot there. Stupid people make stupid decisions, put together bad policy, and then ultimately the taxpayer is the one that gets screwed in the deal because, uh, you know, the state, where do they get their money from? They get it from the people. So they're really, it's really costing you more because of their stance that they're taking because, you know, they're just, oh, it's so great what you're doing. Yeah, we're just not allowing you guys, you're requiring voter ID. That's it. You're blackballed, not allowed to come. (laughs) It's just just dumb. (laughs) It's just so dumb. All right. Let me switch gears on that. I I figured we'd throw that one in there because I was really going with Biden in the beginning and that's just... uh, 
I was I was going to do this one first, but better that we went the direction that we're going to do. House Republicans are launching their investigation into the origins of COVID-19 with demands for interviews and documentation and a promise to exhaust all means to determine whether the U.S. government hid information from the American public on how the pandemic started and whether the federal response was mismanaged. The roadmap that they are creating is going to lead only to one person. Can you guess who that person is going to be? Clearly, it will lead to the man who, as they called him in the article, quarterbacked the nation's strategy, Dr. Anthony the Rat Fauci. It's pretty clear that what they are looking for is all of the communication. When did they know this was truly a problem? What did they hide from the American people? When did it escape from the Wuhan lab? Were they doing gain-of-function research ahead of time? And if found out that you're going to find a lot of these people guilty, when they find out that these people were guilty and they were hiding things, they are saying that they are going to prosecute them. I would love to see if this actually comes to pass. You, know, you hear my paper in the background because I'm holding it up. If it was a video, it would make more sense. <laughs> I don't know why I picked it up. But if it's, this actually comes to pass... It would be the first time that we really see any true accountability during COVID. Because up to this point, we haven't seen any accountability for the atrocities that they've done here in the United States. You haven't seen anybody that has made the most horrible decisions during this get any penalty whatsoever. You know, Cuomo sends COVID patients into the nursing homes, wiping the nursing homes out. What happened to him? Nothing. Anybody else who did similar things? Nothing. Uh, the way they abuse people, shut down your businesses, force you to get vaccinated, make you wear masks, everything that they did to you. What happens to them? Nothing, because they can all hide behind the fact of, well, we were we were kind of stupid. We didn't know what we were doing. We were doing the best with the information that we had at the time was, and that's it. We can't be held accountable for that. Well, actually, yeah, you can, and you should, because you guys went overboard. Okay, you got, you guys got a little taste, a little taste of the powder. And that's it. And you wanted the whole thing. You got a little taste of the power. And now you wanted to be Mr. Chuck in charge. And now I tell you what to do. And you're going to do what I say. And I'm going to live my way. And you're going to live your way. Because you peasants do what we tell you to do. Yeah. That's what happened. So I would like to see, personally, something actually happen here. Is it going to happen? Not a big believer. Which you already know. I, I, when have you truly seen anybody pay... For what they have done. When have you ever seen Hillary destroying 30,000 emails? And the reason I bring that up and people will go, well, you know, yeah, no. Because if you were the one under investigation, a common citizen, if you were the one under an investigation and you went out of your way and did what Hillary did and you beat things to death with hammers and you bleach bitted stuff and you deleted 30,000 emails, you are going to jail. I'll tell you that right now. You're in trouble. You ain't getting through that. You're not coming out clean on the other side. You're, you're not going to be unscathed. You're going to jail. They don't play that game with us. But they sure play it for people up on the top. Two-tier justice system. One set of rules for them, which are considered the elite. Separate set of rules for us, which they consider us to be the peasants. So I would really like to finally see some justice here. If Fauci was lying... 
He knew how dangerous it truly was. He knew that it came from the lab that they were funding. He knew that it was part of gain of function research. He lied under oath multiple times. I'd like to see this guy pay the price for it. Call me crazy, but fair is fair. I'd like to see him. Not saying he's got to go for the rest of his life to jail, but he is kind of old and that may happen. And if that's what happens, so be it. But you got to pay some type of penalty. Because I'm tired of us getting abused, watching these people abuse the system, and nothing happens to them. If we step out of line a little bit, the book's thrown at us. These people break every law humanly possible. Scot-free. Nothing happens to them. They get to go home. Don't worry about it. I'm sure they're not stressed out. I'm sure they're going home and they're drinking, sipping martinis with their buddies and it's all good. No problem. Because they already know nothing's going to happen. So it would be nice for once to see something happen. Do I have a lot of faith in it? I can't say that I do. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't say that I do. Uh, But prove me wrong. And I hope they do prove me wrong. You know, that'd be happy, I'd be happy to admit that I was wrong on this one because that means I finally got to see something that I didn't think I was ever going to see. All right. That's it today. I hope you didn't think this was going 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to run a long way. I don't know what I'm doing here. It's not that I don't want to run that long. If I had a live show, I would try to do 30 minutes every time. It's not hard to do. I can just keep rambling. But uh, I, the, the last couple of days, I'm just trying to catch up on stuff. I'm, we're finally getting caught up, but I mean, it's such a barrage of crap that happens every single day. It's hard because by the time I get to what I want to talk about, 10 more things have already happened. So I'm trying to catch up a little bit, throw some extra in there. Maybe they're going to run a little bit longer than they should. Hopefully, you are uh, you like that more. That would be a plus. And if not, hey, deal with it. <laughs> If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. Uh, if you'd like to uh, contact me, littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section. Send me a message. I will respond. Beyond that, have a beautiful hump day. We will do it again tomorrow.